0: Blog Talk Radio. Fresh cut grass. I'm back in my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads. Standing in the huddle, listening to the call. Fans going crazy for the boys to fall.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson. I'm your host, Dave Johnson. Uh, glad you're with me tonight. As always, we're going to talk a, a lot about women's football. And uh, I have a special guest uh, calling in tonight. Uh, she'll be calling in around 930, I believe, uh, to Sean Lee from the Hampton Roads Lady Gators. She was a week forward offensive player of the week in the in the US So uh look forward to having her on and uh talking to her. If she haven't got to see them play. She's a really good running back, um, really good player. Really, really fast. She can uh she get the crease, she can sure take it the distance. So uh she's having a good season and uh looking forward to uh chatting with her for a little while. Um tri cities Thunder, we had a bye this weekend. And uh, so I went to Charlotte, North Carolina, to Washington, Carolina, Queens, host the North Florida Pumas. Uh, it was a pretty, pretty day for it. It wasn't too hot, wasn't too cool, just about right. Got it started in the evening there. Um, it was actually a pretty good game uh, right up until halftime the Pumas were leading 13 to nothing the half. Then in the second half, the turnovers started occurring uh, a lot for the Queens, and the, and the Pumas took advantage of those turnovers, so uh, they started catching them in uh, early and often in the second half, and uh, they went on to win 38-8. Um, to It was shaping up to look like it uh, to be a pretty good game at this uh, time. Just shocked herself in the foot. Uh, as Far as I'm concerned, I sat in the booth that's and watched the whole game, and uh, that that's sort of what I thought happened. But hey, uh, what well done. I um, You know, the the Pumas won the game, but they they lost uh, uh, in the end because they lost a really good running back, a uh, good player in Sam Kinsberg. Her first carry, I don't know what happened, but uh, I, I looked like to be a knee from the ice on the sidelines. But uh, she had a season-ending injury. Um, I, I I really hate to see that. I mean, you just always hate it for uh, hate it for these young ladies. That man, she was having a great year, mm, running the ball defensively as well. Just a good player. I um, had her on a couple weeks ago. I think, I think it was a couple weeks. She week two um, offensive player of the week in the USWFL. So um, I hate to see that for her. I hate to see that for anybody. Uh, these girls work hard and, uh, you know, put in a lot of time. and Sometimes things just happen, man. It's it's tough, I swear. You know, I've I've seen people get hurt just standing on the sidelines for not paying attention and people roll into them. You know, sometimes you see the hardest hit in the world, people just get up, walk off like it never happened and then you just see like a little fluke kit and has a girl played for us one year and we were in practice and she never even got hit, just sort of I don't know, just sort of stepped her flint the wrong way and tore her ACL or something that. You know it's just crazy, and that's you know what that's just the just the way it is in sports, and and you know it's it's just like I've talked about on this show, um, several times, and had some players, you know, come on here that you know that felt the same way, and as you can't take take things for granted, and I'm not saying Sam did in any kind of way, I'm just saying in general, man, you can't take things for granted. You you never know. You never know what what's going to happen next. You never know when when the last uh, play or the last game, practice, whatever it, it could be your last. You just don't know it, you know. And I've said it, said it, said it, and uh, it's it's just one of those things, man. It just seems like it just hits you the most, you know. It's um, I had a good friend die. Uh, you know, not too long ago, me and Jennifer's actually had some bad luck with our animals. We had uh, one of our dogs just up and down on Sunday, and we just didn't think nothing was wrong with her. And our little dog, Slinky, we've had forever. She's more like a, a human being than she was a dog. We had to put her down yesterday. And, man, it's, it's been tough around here, and, you know. We loved that dog so much. Like I said, he was just like a kid, and you just never know, man. We woke up Sunday morning. Um, we were thinking we was gonna to have to put her slinky to sleep yesterday, and uh, just one of our other outside dogs, a really good dog, probably the healthy. We thought the healthiest stuff we had. She came in. We feed them all inside, so the outside dogs are fight, and uh, we feed them inside, and she come in to eat and. Uh, just like nothing was going on, five minutes later, Jennifer's hollering at me and she just died right there at the door. Um, and just goes to show, man, you never, never know what can happen. And, uh, you know, it goes back to, to that right there. You know, play every play, every game, every practice like it might be your last because it very well could be. We're not promised nothing in this world. And we all take it for granted. I promise you, every single one of us, we we look past things that are in the present to worry about the future. And uh, you know, it it's it's sad when things like this occur for Sam and I um I talked to her, like I said, a couple of weeks ago and um seemed like a really nice young lady and uh was uh, glad to be playing uh, her first year, I, I believe it was, for the Pumas, And she was real happy about that and uh, having a great year. So, man, I, I just hate it for it. And I hate it for anybody don't get me wrong. I just happened to be at that game um, when it happened and, and know more uh, about it that, you know, that it did happen. So, you know, this – my you know, my motto it, it it's it's sorta of been this way for the last little bit, but you know, especially after having all these sudden things happen, to um, people and things dearly you know, that are that are dear to me in life and you know, it's it's sorta of just live in the moment, you know. Don't don't take it for granted, don't look ahead, worry about the now. You know, I guess you figure out the future as it goes along. Now, I know a lot of people disagree with that. You know, I've got friends that, you know, wouldn't dare do this. And, oh, I'm, I'm saving my money for the future. But, you know, my motto, what if you never make it to the future? Then what? Here you've wasted all this time, all the fun you could have had, all the things you could have did. But you wouldn't do because you wait awake to the, for whatever reason until you get old and can't do anything and enjoy it. I, I don't get it, but, you know, I'm just, uh, I, my motto is, hey, let's live in the moment for now because we don't know what's in store for us tomorrow, next day, or the next day or whatever. So, you know... um Take advantage of it, especially you girls, ladies and ladies, women out here playing football. Take advantage of it. Even if, you know what, Sam was on a, on a good team, and, and even if you're, you know, your team might be better if every one of you Take it more serious, and every one of you take it for for now. Let's be good now. Let's not wait till next year. You know why? Why I hear this all the time in the NFL. Well, they might be a good quarterback next year. Why wait? Let's let's make them good now. You know, and that's sort of the way I, I'm looking at this. Let's not wait to uh, um, to later to be good. So let, let's do it now. But. Sam, I really do hope to uh hate to see your season end like that, I uh, hope to have a speedy recovery and uh we get to uh, see you back on the field field soon um that that sucks for anybody for sure, but that's just the way it is in in sports in general, not just football but in in sports in general so. Um, uh, good, good luck to her on recovery and things like that. And people, don't take my words lightly. Do things you want to do now. Don't put them off. Don't wait. So many people wait. Uh, so if you ever listen to me, take that advice. Uh, but anyway, while while I was there at the game, um, I went uh, to sport the both teams that are in the USWFL. That's why I went to the game while we had a bye week. And uh, I wanted to, uh, you know, I want to get around to to different games. We're planning on going to the North Florida Pumas game, the the 26th this month, which is Memorial Day. Uh, The Fayetteville Ferris is traveling to them. They've got a big blowout deal set up down there, uh, an all-girl marching man, uh, going to perform a half or several activities going on, um, I've seen their uniforms, a picture of their uniforms, they look really, really nice, they, they're sweet, um, so we're looking forward to going down there, we're trying to, trying to get around to a different stadium, every uh, week that we have a bye, uh, actually, um, everybody has a bye this week, so nobody's playing, but uh we, we're trying to get around to, to support all these teams, and um, you know, while I was there, uh, I got to talk to uh, all the owners of the of the two teams, and um, you know, I didn't get to talk a whole lot to Ebony because she was uh, Ebony Kimbrough. She owns the Carolina Queen. I didn't get to talk to her a lot. She was busy trying to get things done. She had several volunteers that hadn't showed up or wasn't going to show up, so she was running around there like a chicken with her head cut off trying to get everything situated and then trying to get dressed to play herself and, you know, a lot of things. And, and I'm telling you people, if, if you don't know, um, just just go host a, f- a football game of any kind, not just the women's any kind, but a women's especially because you don't get much help. You, Nobody seems like they want to help you do anything. And uh, it takes a lot of people to to pull off a home game in women's football. I promise you. It takes off a whole lot of people. Um, actually, a player and a coach went with me, and they actually helped to run the change on the sideline and um, thought for a minute I was going to get the Uh, Help them run the clock like I did at the Hampton Roads game, but uh, they actually somebody showed up to do it. But it it's a lot of work, people. Uh, It really is. So I didn't get a a chance to talk to her a whole lot, but um, you know, it it takes so much out of you. I know this much that, um, and I know from experience, if you're if you're coaching and you're playing, man, and you're trying to get everything organized as well, you are you're you're shortening yourself. I will promise you that. It's it's so tough to so tough to just get everything lined up and still concentrate on playing football when you're trying to make the venue as nice as you can. And make sure you got people in place here, people in place there and Hey, for all you teams out there that have general managers and things that take care of this, hey, I commend you. My hat is off to you uh everybody needs them so or owners that don't coach or play, or something that effect or all of the but it it just it just seems like it's so much easier. you know i I wondered for a while why the um shoot the Savages, Capital City Savages, had so many GMs. But, man, I understand now uh, for, for sure. So I understand exactly what Edmund was going through. I'm um, just glad that uh, there was a couple of people along with me that could help her out and uh, work the chains on the sideline. Um, you know, and, and that's what I say. You know, I ain't above going to those games and, and helping in any kind of way because I understand what it takes to to pull these games off. And uh, you know, women don't get support like they should. Um, I think a lot of it is is as as part of women's football, we bring it on ourselves. The seriousness is not there. Um the lack of, of being serious, the lack of being dedicated to every team, not just to your team but when you sign a contract to play seven or eight games or what it is, and you're not playing those seven or eight games um just because you don't uh, want to travel or you don't want to do this you don't, uh, that that's what's holding us back folks that's um it it's really tough so um she's a uh I had a lot of people bail out, so, you know, these uh, these people, you know, you just can't get enough help. And when nobody's making any money, um, and I'll promise you, she didn't make any money. Um, I haven't been to a game uh, where anybody uh, has uh, made any money yet. So, you know, I don't uh, – I know they have some big crowds at different places, but I'm not really been been there to see it. You know, everywhere I've been, stadiums cost so much, and uh, you got so much invested in, in the refs and and all that. You're not making any money out of and it's it's sad because they're putting in hard work um, just to try to. Um, keep their team going and keep it funding itself and not having to dig deep in your pockets to fund it. And it just seems like we can't get no help. And, and I agree a lot of it is our own fault. A lot of it is our own fault but by, by not getting things done serious. When a lot of people take it serious, a lot of people do every single thing they can um, to make things right. And some of us, uh some of them just dragging your feet and uh all that kind of stuff so there's you know there's nobody out there um uh, making making a killing so uh, but you know if you're gonna if you're gonna have a good game have a good you know fans show up have a good time you got to uh you get to do things the best you can you know so you gotta you gotta take it serious. And you know, the field where they played it was a grass field, but hey man, it was really, really nice. Um the uh field house was super nice, had a nice booth up there. Um, several places for coaches to sit and talk downstairs. You get on top them. It was a it was a nice place to host. Uh, well, any game, not just a women's game, but any game. It was it was a nice place. So it was it was a good atmosphere. They had a decent crowd there. Anytime the queens did anything good, um, they uh, they stood up say so. I was sure. I was glad I went and uh you know and, and Ebony did a great job of hosting the game. Um the Pumas um did win the game, but uh it was a it was a good really good game at first, so uh, I didn't get a whole lot of chance to talk to her but I wanted to commander on, you know, still hanging in there and working hard. I know I hurts you on your playing time but hey you gotta do what you gotta do. So um but while she was getting ready, uh I did talk to the <clears throat> two owners of the North Florida Pumas, Jordy Granger and Terry McGriff. And uh, you know, we were just having some conversation about women's football in general and uh, you know, we're we're talking about um, about some things that I mentioned here on the show several times before, and, and you know, and it goes right back to a little bit of what I said, is we are all in this together. And, you know, when these – it's like when, you know, everybody wants to show up in a game and mm-hmm. they just, you know, it's like, well – Where's this? Where's that? Where's you know? Nobody wants to help theirself or or offer to help you know get their own anything. It's it's just like you think you ought to be have the red carpet rolled out for you, and and you know it's not like that. People, we you know we're all in it together, and we we play on uh, separate teams. We are all on different teams, but but in one way or another, we're all on the same team because we're all on the same team of women's football. And that's how we're going to get to where we need to be is by everybody bonding together and and helping one another, not just, you know, uh, me, 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 worried about me, me, and, um, you know, and like I said, the seriousness there. Um, You know, that's a big thing I have is some people really – Really take it serious, and and the Pumas being one of those teams, um, and I hey, I like it, man. I, I really do. I like the 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 things they're doing down there, the seriousness they have about it, the the want to, um, just a lot of lot of things that um, you know I I talk about, but you don't hear from other owners realizing. Um, you know, what I'm saying is true and we talked about several things that you know, that were like that and and uh that is one thing, the seriousness and being on the team together and uh, you know, we're we're fighting the same battle, folks. There's just no if, ands, or buts about it. You know, we're all and if we want women's football to grow, we've got to bond together. And when I say bond together, that's you know what, that's doing whatever we have to to uh, to get get it right and that means each team has to do their part and you know what if you and I and I look at this and I've been on every side of the situation I think since women since I've been in women's football but if you don't have enough players to start with during the year then you shouldn't even try to get a team. You shouldn't even join a league because you're obligated to go play those games. Now, I understand um, some of the teams, you know, some teams don't have as many. If you get some hurt, yeah, I, I get it. You don't have enough to play. But some teams don't even go play the first game or two, man. And and it's like, why? And, and that just hurts women's football. It don't hurt. It don't hurt your team or my team right now, but as a whole, in the long run, it hurts women's football because we're all in it together. And maybe, maybe just for instance, and I'm throwing this out there. Maybe the Pumas are working on a big, uh, big contract with a uh, sponsor here, and, and all of a sudden they see about two thousand miles away. Uh, team forfeiting games, you know, and they might be in the same league. And I say, hey, man, what's this? We can't be branding uh, you with our stuff and, and uh, you know, then maybe have a forfeit game stuff. See, people don't look at it that way. It's all about um, what can I do for me and what can you do for me. Um, you know, And you try to hold your foot to the fire and, and uh, make sure everybody does the – things right then, then they get mad about it but they, and that's what I'm saying they don't understand um, what it's like to to do things right so you know my thing is if you're not going to do that right why don't you get out of it let somebody else have a chance that might or let your players go join another team that might be pretty decent to lying to them and hanging on and, and promising this and that and, and never even playing very many games. And, and it's just killing us folks. And, you know, I, I talked about it a lot and uh, I talked to them about it for quite a while. And, you know, it, it is a problem, you know it's something that we need to talk about, something that we need need to address. I mean it's not like that uh, um you know we're gaining i mean we're gaining ground, I firmly believe that, but not at the rate we should be um you know, we lose teams every year, and I'm not saying that losing teams a bad thing if they're if they're not the caliber team that you want, it's not a bad thing, but you know as a whole. Um, we need to build it, and uh, we're gaining ground, you know it's like the Lady Gators, I think this is their second year, and they've got a really, really good team um you know the savages, their new organization, the Lansing, Michigan, and they got a good team, but they got a, an organization. It's going the extra mile to do things right. The way they travel, the way they look when they travel, um, just everything about them. Uh, I like it, you know. And it's like the North Florida foons, for example, and the way they travel, the way you know the way they conduct themselves, the way they look, the way they handle the prodigy. You know, I can just go on and on, and all those teams I just named don't get enough credit because one team out here is just out here freelancing, it's all about me. Well, I don't care. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And they don't do half of what they say. But then when you oppose somebody, then they want to bad-mouth and talk about this. And it's all their fault, man. And it just reflects on all of us. It really does, people. I can't tell you enough. How it reflects on us, and, and I'm not the only one thinking that. Now, it may be I may be the only one saying it, but uh, I know for a fact that I'm not the only one thinking about it because there's a, I just talked to a couple people this weekend that uh, you know feel the same way. So uh, it's not just me out there talking about something that uh, I don't. Um, know about. Different people are understanding and, uh, you know, and they they had a great example. It's like, hey, we sign up to play this amount of games. And we sign up to play uh, this team there where they're at. Hey, we're going to beat the butches to make sure we're there. We owe it. We owe it to these teams we're playing, and they're exactly right. They owe it to them teams, and those teams owe it to them to make sure they show up. They, it takes a lot of money to rent these fields, get these refs, get a lot of volunteers there uh, for people not to show up. And, it, you know, win, lose, or draw, everybody that shows up, uh, you know, that that's a good thing. You know what, all these games, these women meet in the middle and – uh Usually coaches say a few words, and then it's, you know, a breakdown with, with women's football. And I'm telling you, that might just be something that's um, a habit of doing, but it needs something to have some real meaning behind it, folks, because it truly is about women's football, because one team being good makes the next team be good, and so on and so on and so on. So, um you know, we we just got to bond together, um, stay in there, um, you know, help one another out, go to these games. You know, um, that's why, you know, we're going to support them as, as much as we possibly can. Um, you know, I want to uh, show, show that we're behind them. Like I said, I didn't get it. I haven't got a chance to go to all the games, but I've been to uh, two so far. And uh, we're going to go to that one in May, and um, I don't, I think that'll be the maybe the last buy we have and, until whatever happens in the playoffs, and then we'll be fortunate to get a bye to go to another game then. So, um, but hey, it's been fun. I really, I really enjoyed going around to them and just uh, sitting up there and, and uh, watching two teams play without anything. Uh, you know, stay just just to be there, just to relax. Like I said, talk to the coaches, owners. First one thing or another, um, you know, just check out the way other people do it. Set up there and, and not have a, a care either way. And hey, I have really enjoyed it, and uh, that's uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. So um, you know, everybody, you know, and I, that's what I'm saying. If you even if you're not uh something to do with the league, But, you, you know go to so go, go to a women's football game when you have a bye. you know go support them it don't matter what league you're in man We're, we're these leagues that separate boundaries and and things and where we're at and what we're doing we're we're all in it together in uh, one way or another, regardless if some people uh want to admit that or not it ain't uh, it ain't never um uh, it ain't never about a league far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, you know, there's great teams in all the leagues. And I mean that with all my heart. Um, so and I know that, you know, we're probably I'm probably swimming uphill here, fighting a losing battle to to ever think that everybody in these other leagues would admit to that or say the same thing, but it is what it is, folks. It's it's true, you know. I'm not uh I'm not biased about the league in any way, even though we don't lead. I just had a guy well, I've had the Dallas lead on here twice during the WFA. I've had uh, um Coach Patterson from LA Warriors on here last week during the WFA. Uh, both of them plugged their teams a lot and uh that's just where it is, they am for it. anyway any way we can get out there to to help what we need to do. I just need everybody else that's in the same situation I'm in to uh to feel the same way. And uh, I think if we can do that we'll be you know better for it. I just don't know that uh we'll ever get that from from some of these other people. So um you know getting back to to the topic here, let's see here. All right, I mean, let me talk to Tashaun Lee here before we go on any further, and then I'll get back to it. Hey, Sean, you there? I am. Hey, thanks for coming to the fifth quarter tonight. I appreciate you taking the time to be on with
2: us. Thank you. I appreciate you having me.
1: Yes, ma'am. All right, let's see. You're, uh, you're Week 4 Offensive Player of the Week. That was for the game against the uh, Fayetteville Fierce. Um, I do not have your stats, but I believe you had, a like, 250 or 60 yard rushing and three TDs or something. Is that correct?
0: Yes, sir, it is.
1: Well, obviously, you know, uh, that's a – that's a, a game that a lot of people would love to have for uh, a staff they'd love to have for a year, and you compiled them in one game, and um, <laughs> you know that's quite that's quite an accomplishment.
2: Thank you very much.
1: Now, is this your first year playing?
2: This would be my second year playing.
1: Okay, second year. So you you uh, you play with the Lady Gators last year? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. I started to say, man, you got seem like you got an awful lot of knowledge and, and uh things just to be a first year player, but uh when you started the year and I know you're you know, most the most good players are really modest and, and I understand. But when you started the year, what was a personal goal uh for yourself? Just just since you'd played last year from then to now, what was a personal goal?
2: Um, my, the main thing I wanted to improve on was my field vision, getting better at making my cuts and following my blocks, um, because um, fast is what I have naturally, but being able to read the field and get down the field the way I'm supposed to is what I needed to work on. Right. Well,
1: now, I didn't get to see you play last year, but I've got to see you play three games this year so far and in all three games um you definitely um look like you, you certainly did that. I I said I didn't see lecture and I can't touch and prove, but you definitely um are look like you're not having any trouble, let's put it that way, um with that. And so what what made you decide to to start playing women's football? Have you played other sports and stuff?
2: Um, actually, I actually ran track in high school. I was a cheerleader in high school. I and but football was my first love. Even when I was like three years old, I used to cry because I wasn't allowed to play football with all the rest of the boys and uh, go out and play football. So I actually loved football since I was young. I just never had the opportunity to play until now.
1: Right. Well, the the sports lucky to have you. That's for sure. I, right? um, you know, we're we're trying everything we can to to make it a better situation for all you girls. And I, I've seen you. I know you're probably what twenty, twenty one years old, at the most. Twenty one. Yeah. So, you know, we're we're trying. I mean, it's going to take more to me, don't get me wrong, but we're trying everything we can to uh, make it uh, a better situation for all you girls that you know that play, and especially you deserve it. You know, you put in the hard work and you, you have the passion for it, and, uh, you know, it's things it's that some people, and I just said it earlier, take for granted, and, and some of them, you know, I've seen girls, honestly, I ain't gonna say as good as you but almost as good as you and and it's less like that. I don't know, I might play and I might not. You know, I I don't get that. How can you just decide that you may or may not play? Mhm. So, you know, that for me I just I'm not that kind of person. If I'm in something, I'm all in, you know, I wanna I wanna soak it all up, I wanna be the best and um you know, by watching you play you you certainly look like that for sure. Now again, I don't have all your stats in front of me, but um I heard one player on another team say that they wanted to you know, their goal was to gain a thousand yards this season. Um I, I would would I be safe to guess and say you probably got six hundred yards resting or more by now?
2: Um I actually don't know the answer to that question, um, but that's actually my goal this year is to get at least 1,000 yards this season. So if I am right. that that close to it already, that's great.
1: Well, if you had 250 in the uh, um, in the Fayetteville game, I know you probably had I don't know, 150 maybe against us. I'm not exactly sure. I haven't seen the stats either, but She's wow. at about 400 right there. Um, you know, the first game y'all played the Savages, I'm sure you had well over 100 yards rushing. Um, I don't know what you did against the Prodigy. Oh,
2: wow. Um, th- I, I this week somewhere <laughs> around <the>
1: 100. <laughs> yeah, this weekend. <laughs> so what did you do this weekend? Do you have a big day against Detroit?
2: Um, Actually, they ended up um, forfeiting around the beginning of the third quarter, so we didn't get to finish out the game. But I did end up with 160 yards, I think.
1: Yeah, well, I could probably up for around 700 and maybe. If that's the case, um, that puts you just in the three games. I've got you calculated about five hundred sixty against Fayetteville BLS and them then and then uh, the the first game of the season, like I said, I don't know what you did against the prodigy, but um, you know, that, that's that's a lot. I mean, honestly, that's uh um, you're you're probably averaging well over a hundred yards a game and you know that's how they judge these these pro players um is you know that's their milestone is a hundred yards a game. So um, to be gaining that in women's football on a regular basis and probably averaging a, at least a couple touchdowns a game maybe even more um without seeing all your stats um, that that's pretty cool man that's pretty uh that's pretty good
2: thank you very much
1: i know i know the owner Tisha, i've got the uh, uh, talked to her several times and a lot before we even you know the season started and and started playing and uh um she's you know she's she's real proud of y'all and um she's uh you know like the uh, uh, i guess the shoot, I don't know the words, but you're getting better, you know what I mean, and and the way you're playing and, and versus the way things happened last year. You know, you've just gotten uh, so much better, and, hey, there's nothing like experience, you know, and playing. And uh, even, even in games, and people, you know, say I'm crazy for saying this, but even in games you lose, you learn a lot, you know, um, th- sometimes you learn more in the games you lose than you do in the ones you win because lots of things get overlooked when you win versus when you lose. Man, you dissect everything, and uh, you can you know sometimes you can learn that. So you know the uh, you all getting better, and uh, you're actually I think four and one overall, which is is yeah. a really good record, and uh, you know. That's, hey man, my hats off to y'all and, and what you're doing up there. And, and uh, there's some great teams in this league, and, and y'all are definitely one of them. And um, you know, just uh, keep working hard. There's, I say it all the time. There's no, there's no substitute for hard work. And uh, I can, even though where are we play one another and all that, I can appreciate uh, hard work and, and good football.
2: Thank you very much.
1: So now do you do you live around Norfolk or, or Norfolk I guess is where the team is based, is that correct?
2: Yes, that's where our home games are.
1: Right. So do do you live around there? Do you have to commute a pretty long ways to play there or or what?
2: I actually live about half an hour, forty five minutes away from the field. But most of so our
1: practices it, are held across the line. Oh, uh, so do you live at Virginia Beach or toward Newport News or or, I Newport or, Newport or there, News. Oh, Okay, yeah, I, I come. I used to come up there a lot to uh, for work and stuff. So I know all that stuff is uh, is pretty close, and uh, um, you know. So um, now you're y'all don't have many, very many players that that have much experience, do you? I mean, as far as a year or so under their belt?
2: Um, Yeah, we actually have six returning players from last year. The rest of the team is brand new.
1: Right. Well, that's people don't realize. And that's another thing um, that's tough is people don't realize that when when you're having to get a bunch of rookies or new players, I hate to use the term rookies, but new players each year ready to play when you don't have very many returning, that's that's tough in itself. But to be able to play um, you know, at the at the level that y'all have been playing and and uh, you know, winning these games, that that says a lot for your team and your organization.
2: Yeah, I really do I take pride in the fact that the new people on the team were able to come in, learn extremely quickly, and that we're able to play cohesively as a unit. Like, a lot of people can't tell that we have a lot of new people on our team because we are like a family, and we put in the hard work to get them to the level of the people who were here last year.
1: Well, that's that's what you have to do. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong and I don't mean this in any kind of way because you're a great running back and, and anybody that's watching plays know you can take it from anywhere. But that's not possible without people other people buying in and, and wanting to block and wanting to do things to you know, to be on that caliber team because not not everybody can run like you. You know what I'm saying? And but then again not everybody. not you know, you can't be like you know the uh, your best knee lineman or whatever, and that's just the way it is. And people got to understand what your role is and and accept that role and be great for the team.
2: Absolutely, we uh, that is something that we do make clear with that I can't make it down the field without my line. And I take pride in my line. I have one of the best lines in the league, and I will say that until I have no breath in me. Um, I appreciate everybody on my team because they do so well at doing their job. Everybody has a job on the field, whether you're quarterback, alignment, receiver, running back. Everybody does a great job at doing what they're supposed to do on the field.
1: Yeah, well, that's, you know what, that's just the way it's got to be. um, You know, so many teams, uh, you know, they want to, everybody, listen, everybody wants to be a running back. Everybody wants to be a quarterback. Um, Nobody wants to be a lineman. I've never, I don't think I've ever heard any line, even any person that's the slowest person on the team say they want to be a lineman. But you know what, that's just the way it is, man. Not everybody (laughs) can be. Not everybody can lead uh, 4 eight forty 40 speed, you know what I mean, or however fast you are or, or, or what the case is. And that's that's the beauty of sports. And the beauty of football is every there's a place for every single size and person on a football field.
2: That is true. And funny story, I actually, when we first started playing, I wanted to be on the line. Like, I try to slide on the line now, and I get – the coaches look at me like I'm crazy all the time because I try to squeeze my way on the line. But I, I, I like that action that the line gets, and like I said, I really do appreciate what they do on the field.
1: All right, I'm with you. Hey, I got somebody sending a question here. They want to know if uh, you play both sides of the ball, and if so, what position do you play on defense?
2: Um, I do play both sides of the ball, but um, on defense, I'm more so. A, I play everything except for line. I play defensive end, safety, linebacker, but my my main job is safety.
1: Right? Yeah, I uh, I play when you don't have very many players, like all of us teams do. Uh, in the division we're in, it's pretty much a given. You're going to play a lot of football either way, whether it be on offense or defense or both or special teams or, or all of the above. You know, we just don't, none of us have, not in our division now. And then there's a lot of, uh, you know, some of the teams have more, but in our division, you know, we don't have that many players to be uh, running in a different 11 every time. Right. Go so, ahead. I, I, um, I, no, I'm sorry.
2: Oh, you're fine. I was just gonna say it's uh, it it helps with endurance and it helps the team get better as far as being able to play the whole game and when you have to play both sides of the ball.
1: Right. Well, you know what? I tell, I mean, I tell this to, to my girls all the time and and I played on a small high school team and we didn't have, but I think when I was a senior, 23, and, and I was in the best shape of my life and I never came off the field and shoot, that's just the way I always thought it was, man. You signed up to play football. You played football the whole game. There wasn't no just offense or defense. And, uh, I tell my girls all the time, "Hey, here's the great thing about playing on a small team: is you get a lot, a lot of playing time. The bad thing about playing on a small team is you get a lot of playing time. <laughs> and with that being said, just what you said, you have to be in really, really good shape to play on these kinds of teams. That is true. Uh,
2: conditioning is key when you play on a smaller team, especially when you have to play offense, defense, and special teams. You have only quarter changes and have time to catch your breath.
1: Right. Well, you know, I, I talked to a coach on here the other night. Um, he was from the L.A. Warriors. They're a Division One team in the WFA and they got like forty-eight players or something, you know. And and I always ask these big big teams the same question because, you know, we're always we're always going through it, and uh, you know, and it's no different with y'all because I've talked to teachers several times, and and you know, I said, hey man, how how much, how much do y'all get to practice? You know, how because well, the one thing I know about women's football is. If we practice I ain't got time to be conditional, you know. I've got to be we got to be working on knowledge and things we need to do. You know what this guy I don't know if you heard or not, but this guy they have forty eight players. How many days a week do you think they practice?
2: Um
1: Well we practice for four,
2: so I was gonna
1: say four. No, one. Oh wow. One one day a week, their Division One, WFA team just went to a team in Portland and beat them like fifty-two to eight. They practice one day a week. They have forty-eight players, and they get thirty-five there on a regular basis. Um, so that—that's my point. Is you know, when if I if I'm talking about a practice, I'm talking about you know, a real practice, not just, uh, you know, maybe watching them or not just uh, out here conditioning or something. I'm talking about a, you know, a team practice, a full blown kind of deal. And, uh, you know, if y'all, practice, if y'all are getting to practice four days a week, you're definitely way ahead of the curve because um, the Dallas elite are only getting to practice like twice a week.
2: Oh, wow. Well,
1: in that case, so, I appreciate our coaches for having us out there so often. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, if you're getting to practice four days a week, you're 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 definitely uh, way ahead because I think like the Washington Prodigy, they only practice like twice a week. Now, they might practice three times a week when they're having a buy or something, but. Um, when when they're having a normal week, I think they practice two times a week. So, um, hey, man, I, it, it definitely helps. There's no doubt about it. There's, uh, you know, I couldn't – there's nothing I could say that, uh, you know, you can't imagine that how, much, how much that's really helped not just to you but other players and the shape you get in because – I tell these girls all the time, hey, I don't get to see as often as we need to. You need to be conditioning and get in to shape yourself. And I think that's one of the things that hold these um, hold a lot of these women's teams down is is the fact that you know the seriousness about uh, being good and and wanting to play and and want to really win and what it takes to win.
2: Absolutely, you have. And that's what our coaches really instill in us. You have to want it. You can't just go out there and expect to be good. You have to, you have to study after practice. You have to watch football in your own time. You have to look at videos. You have to study the game and know the innards of how football works. Then you have to go outside and work out on your own as well. Like a lot of us tend to go uh, work out on our own time. Outside
1: practice, right. Well, that, that's when you—that's when you got to put in the hard work. You know, people—people people think all these games are won on Saturday evening, but they're actually won at practice during the week. You know, and uh, not just—you know—you can't just be good when. I, I always make the statement: you can't just be good when the cameras are rolling. You got to be great when they're not. You know, so, and that means practice time, and. Uh, we well, are definitely having a good season, no doubt about it. Um, you're, you're leading the division, and uh, uh, you're, on a, you're on a roll for sure. And, I'll, and you're having a, an extra, extra great season. And I want to congratulate you on that and your team. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show tonight and talking with us.
2: Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me.
1: Yes, ma'am. You have a good evening. We'll see you in a couple weeks.
2: Good
1: night. See you then. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Yeah, that was Tashawn Lee from the Hampton Roads Lady Gators. Um, like I said earlier, if you haven't seen her in action, you need to, you need to go watch it. She's a, a really good. She's a, a good tailback. She can take it from anywhere. Uh, I've seen it firsthand. Uh, like I said, I've watched three games, and and uh, in those three games, I, I'd say she's probably – around 500 or 600 yards just in those three games. So I wouldn't doubt she's already knocking on the door 700 if she ain't there. Um, folks, you hear it. And like uh, I said, to, I talked about it earlier, I'm just in the show, the seriousness of, of what we're doing and uh, what it takes. And if you want to win, sounds like to me, you better be buckling down and uh, uh, working harder because they sure, they're sure won't. And um, I I think that's a lot of it, man. There's a a difference in wanting it and wanting it and doing something about it. I'm, I'm just here to tell you. You can want everything. You know, you can drive by a new vehicle every day. Man, I want that. I want that. I want that. Well, I don't know if I can get the money to buy it. Well, listen, if you want it, I'll promise you there's a way out there somehow, some way you can get it. And if you want to win and you want to win bad enough, there, there's ways to do it. it. It just takes more than words and saying, I want it. And, you know, hey, it definitely sounds like they do. I mean, they're, they're winning games. Um, so, hey, man, you got to commend them for that. I, I do. I know they're – shoot, they just beat us in overtime. We're getting ready to have to go to them. Man, you gotta like the direction that, that their team's headed in and the things they do and, and working hard and uh putting in practice four days a week. Wow. That's that's a lot. So uh good luck to you, girl. I hope you hope you get all your uh goals reach them, and uh and that kind of thing. It's uh I like to see these young girls taking it serious and uh doing the things they love to do and and uh, Ride with it. So uh, good luck to her and the Hampton Road Lady Gators. Uh, I'm gonna get back to this topic here, and then I got a few questions answered um, before we close up tonight. But you know, I, when I was talking to Jordy and Terry over there, and like I said, we uh, were talking about a, a lot of a lot of things, and they had you know a lot of questions and some good ideas for me. And, uh, you know, I, I told them both, Hey, when the season's over, you know, we want to sit down with all the team owners, general managers, whatever, and, and discuss, you know, all this, um, all these things that will help their ideas, their ideas, things we've learned along the way, um, to help this league moving forward, you know. Uh, and I want to do it in a, at a meeting, not on a conference call. I hate them being conference calls. If anybody can hide behind that phone and sit there and talk and run off the mouth and all that stuff, uh, you want to do all that, I want to be looking at you when you do it. And uh, we're going to have a conference meeting somewhere. Um, I don't know where it's going to be. We're going to. You know, figure out somewhere that's middle road for the majority, and and we're going to have one. And uh, you know, we're going to we're going to do some really good things. Uh, figure out a lot of things, uh, like I said, fix some things that we, you know, that might overlook this year, and things that just occurred that you don't think about. We're going to change a lot of things, folks. I'm telling you because this this stuff of, of teams getting by with things and it it's it's just not right and you know it makes us all look like idiots and uh in the way they're doing it they don't care about nobody but themselves and we're going we're gonna change a lot of that I'm telling you we're we're gonna keep working hard and and do better things and uh, than we have been, or, I mean, I think we have been doing good, but we're going to work even harder to do better things and, and fix some problems along the way. But, you know, the owners and, and, uh, of these teams, owners, DMs, whoever runs them, whatever, they have to do their part as well. You know, um, it ain't just, hey, everybody, everybody I guarantee you would like to say, I don't. I want. I want half my games home, and I want my other half games an hour or two away. Well, guess what? It don't happen that way. Um, like I said, the L.A. Warriors. I had the guy on last week. They traveled to Portland this past weekend to play. Uh, it, it don't happen, folks. I mean, it just it just don't happen. You, you, you got to get everybody games. These teams are just going to have to You know, buckle down and travel I mean, we got teams that are willing to travel this year And everybody is traveling It's just the way it is Ever since I've been a part of women's football All the um, All the teams uh, That I've seen did, Did a lot of traveling And until you get a bunch of teams In your league In your area We're going to keep having to do what we do, you know. And and that's one thing like the North Florida Pumas. They're good at getting sponsorships and raising money uh, where their girls can travel. Um, They uh, went to Houston. I think they flew out there. I know when they come to the kickoff classic, they were in team vans. And, uh, man, I love, I'm telling you, the – capital city savages rode down on a charter bus evidently they uh you know when they played the classic when they come and played us they come in band man i love it i, I swear i do that's it's teams like that and things like that 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 are that are helpful uh for the league and, and that's the direction you want to see them go in and uh, it just it helps us all out you know it makes us all look good i'm not I know when you don't have uh, the resources, it's, you know, get there the best way you can and and hope all your players get there, but I'm not a fan of that. I'm not one fan at all about everybody just showing up, meeting at the game. I like the fact that everybody goes together, rides one bus if at all possible, or vans or whatever the case. I like the team to travel together, not just – um, you know, show up when you want. I I don't like it, but you know what? This seems to me that's that's what we're in right now. When you don't have enough um, players or sponsorships or or uh, things of that nature to to make it make it work with the with the buses and stuff. So um, we're working toward it, though. I promise you. If I had my way about it, that's what we'd all be doing so uh there's there's a lot of things we can all do to to help ourselves, but um it, each team has to take ownership of their own actions and their own problems most of the time they they create their own problems, not just uh problems uh just don't occur. It's usually self inflicted, and I have no doubt you know if if you're supposed to play. Saturday at, at 1 o'clock, that, that means then you got to travel 10 hours, that don't mean you need to wait until 3 in the morning before you take off because you ain't going to make it. Man, you need to be making plans the the day before to roll in there that night in case something does happen. You know, I, I, I don't get it, folks. I, I just really don't. And uh, it aggravates me. You know, it really – Really aggravates me, and it's not fair to these other teams that are standing there waiting on you to show up, and you cost them a lot of money. And it's like, oh well, we can try we can host, and we ain't games, and we just don't travel good. Well, guess what? That ain't the way it works. And uh, you ain't no better than anybody else to, to buckle down and travel, or like I said, let somebody else have the team, and you go play your own game or do whatever you do. And uh, uh, give somebody else an opportunity to to be good at. It. So uh, you know we're we're gonna work on a lot of things. I I can promise you that that uh, you know we can help ourselves. We can help the whole women's football thing, and uh, we're gonna do it through you know not if one person has you know there was a guy sponsor big guy uh, sponsor guy told me the other day hey. Somebody's got to lead the pack, man. Somebody has to step up, say, "Hey, here's the direction we're going to go in, and 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 do it." And you know what? That's that's the that's what we're doing here. And that's what I told Jordy and and uh, Terry. I've told Kaitisha and uh, talked to the Savages GMS and. Um, rolling out there at Houston, um, you know, just those in general. I'm not trying to uh, eliminate anybody, but I've talked to those. Hey, here's what we're going to do, man. Here's what we're uh, looking for. And everybody, you know, so far is on the same page. And and uh, the more we get behind us, the, the better we're going to be. And uh, so I'm going to be that person, I guess, as much as I, uh, you know, I don't uh, – uh, <laughs> I'm not saying I have to time or, or I'm the right person forward. I'm gonna be the one leading the pack, I guess. Uh so uh we'll see what we'll see what happens. Uh, before I read these results here so far for these teams playing, let me ask this question. It says now that you're halfway done with your first year running the leagues or anything different, you'll do next season by this time. Yes, yeah, there's there's a lot of things uh different. Uh first of all it's gonna be really tough to, to get in this week. Um if if you've given us problems before there's gonna be some serious consequences, um things that we're really gonna to have to go over and approve and address or or, or you just go play somewhere else. Um, you know, I think our I think our teams deserve to to play every team that's on their schedule, whether that be home and away. And I think every team in our league deserves the same seriousness as, as most of them. And, uh, you know what, you can't keep just giving people chance after chance after chance. And, um, you know, you're trying to help the sport, but at some point, you know, are you really helping? I mean, you're just putting a Band-Aid on it till till it just – Comes off, then you can't fix it at all. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of things change. Um, there's, you know, there's going to be, uh, well, yeah, there's going to be a lot of things change. And you know, it's my me and Jennifer was talking about you know some things that uh, we need for the league and uh, uh, as far as um, commissioners and and people that are not part of the team or a coach, or an owner uh, that can do a lot of these things for us. But, you know, when you when you just take over a league and, you know, you're trying to get enough teams to where you can just build a good, solid foundation to get rolling, and, you know, you just can't have too many people at that time in the way trying to pull you in, in so many directions. You know, and this year we had 10 teams, I'd like to grow that to at least 20. Yeah, I, you know, a guy told me why I'm just 20. But, you know, I'm just saying I, I would like to at least have 20 next year. Um, yeah, then then we're going to have to start looking uh, for more help and other people to to be those kind of uh, people in a situation where we're not owners, coaches, players and that's the uh, kind of thing that, uh, you know, making the, the majority of the decisions or are, are talking to these teams directly. Um, so yeah, there, there's lots of things that, uh, we will do different, uh, by next season, but so far we're, we're halfway through the season. Um, as you, as you asked me there and, uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy. There's a couple things I'm not happy about, but um, right now, that's not in. I can't control it. I will be able to control at least some of it next year. But so far, so good. I mean, I I, I said it all year before we started playing. Uh, we have some really, really good teams. In this league, I mean, we we really do. We have not just some good teams and some, some good organizations, some uh, good owners behind them, um, some good GMs behind them, uh, good coaching, um, you know. And that makes it that makes it fun for everybody, you know. If you're listen, I hate to lose people. I'm I'm the worst loser. I'm like uh, the girl from the. You know the savages. I'm a I'm a sore loser. I promise you. But in the big picture, and I know it's tough. But in the big picture, you have to love to see things that are going right, and you know we're we're headed in the right direction. Um, um, we've already played more games this year than than probably any year that this league has been in existence, and. Uh, and man, we you got to love that. And uh, look, we're, when we took over this league, I, I was serious about turning it around, and I'm more serious than ever. Um, you know what? I'm I'm just a dumb old country boy. I'm a hands in the dirt kind of guy. I'm not up to date with the technology and all that stuff. I'm way behind. I only know how to do things by doing it, and uh, you know, make mistakes, fix them, and roll on. Um, I'm not going to get out here and lie to you and tell you about stuff. Uh, I'm going to tell you straight up whether you like it or not. It's just the way it is. I I want people to be that way with me. I I want these owners to be that way. You know, I I can take it. You just do what you tell me you're going to do, and we're going to get along fine. Uh, So um, we're we're aiming to to be – uh, a great league. I'm not ever going to say we're out to be the biggest, best one of all the teams. If that ever happens, it, it'll happen. But I want to build a good, solid league no matter how many teams we've got. I've said it, said it, said it. Um, if you got ten great teams, you got a great league as far as I'm concerned. So, that's what we're aiming for is to, to build a great league and to, to be able to service our teams within our league with uh great games, great opportunities. Um, you know, like the kick off classic, um, the championships, the all star game. Um, you know, we last year we, we sorta of had never um this league all the years it's been in existence and I was part of it. Uh, they kept telling, "All uh, oh, we need to vote an all-star game. We're gonna play an all-star team. We're gonna play. We're gonna play." I do tell the girls. Then it gets down to the end. Well, this ain't gonna have this. Ain't gonna, And they end up not having it. You know. And that was a big thing for me. That when the very first thing that when I bought this league and took it over was, I want to make sure no matter what. We have the championship games that were promised, the playoff games that were promised, and an all-star game that was promised. Whether we have 10 or 15 or whatever from, uh, you know, to play on the side in that all-star game, we're going to have it. Because I've got girls on my team. I get girls that are on my team now, but we're on other teams that have been told and heard the same thing that we'll have one and it never happens. And we made it happen, folks. And it was a great game. I think it was 1-8 to 6 or something. And it came down to the wire. And, you know, it was one of them deals where we, we had it on a Sunday, um, nobody got the practice together. Uh, we got the players each each. Each player knew which side they were playing on. And, uh, we got all the one team red jerseys and all the other team blue jerseys. And, and one team was the Northeast and one was the Southwest. And, uh, for about an hour or so before the maybe an hour and a half before the game started, uh we got them all together, sort of put some players in places and went over some things and um you know, we played i think fifteen minutes running clock all the time, no unless you call the timeout or something like that, but the clock did not stop um you know the rest didn't i mean unless it was just really, really late, and they didn't you know call anything and Man, it was just a fun, good game for everybody that was involved, and uh, the Northeast did win. I think it was eight to six. And uh, man, what a game! The Southwest had a chance to win it with, I think, with like ten or twenty seconds left, and was down at the five or the ten, somewhere close. I don't know, and uh, failed to convert. So, what else more could you ask for? You know, the girls had a great time. Um, It was great for me personally to see it because all I've heard about was going to have it. Some of these girls never see a championship. Some of these girls never get to win a playoff game. And be, to be able to play with the the girls from Washington, Prodigy or whoever the teams you like are, and to be able to play with them and, and win in that all-star game and, and learn from uh, coaches that, you never get to see in practice. That was special for those girls. I, I personally have two on my team now that played in the game last year and we're on another team with three now, but that we're on another team and the, the team that won uh, versus the team that we were on in the All Star game. And, man, they they loved it. I mean, for them it was like, uh, you know, a kid in a candy factory because they'd never experienced nothing like it. They'd never experienced the seriousness of things. And, uh, hey, that's what we're after here. You know, um, I know it's a game, and, you know, you're going to have rules, but, you know, it's that kind of game where, you know, um, we didn't make each player – uh have to just take a number. It's, you know, we let all the players. It was an all-star game. No matter what number you were, you got to wear your number with your name on the back. It, it, it's an all-star game, folks. It ain't like a real game. We're hoping nobody's getting thrown out. We're hoping nobody's getting two personal fouls that we have to keep up with so you, you get through of the game. So, yeah, it's it's a, it's a fun thing for all these young ladies that never have got the opportunity to be – or something great and uh, so we're, we're proud of that I'm, I'm telling you right now' I'm, I'm really proud of it I'm um, you know proud to be building <clears throat> building on that for for this year um you know one of one of my goals for this year is, is if if your players are not going to participate in all-star games then don't vote them in I want girls that want to participate in it and if you don't want to be in it, then let somebody else go in your place. Uh, that, to me, is just selfish and unfair for for players that, you know, don't want to play in it but don't want other people to play in it or, or don't want to give up their spot, you know, because, well, I made the All star game. Well, you know what, go play in it if you make it. Um, it's not – It's everybody's going to play. It ain't like you're going to have to play the whole game. Um, you know, I don't think anybody else, for me personally, anybody else is better than the other person uh, to go play in it unless you're injured or you get injured in all the championship games or something like that. So, um, that's one thing I'd like, you know, we're going to try to change this year is to make sure that each uh, team has about 40 on the roster. Each all-star team have about 40 on the roster. So, They'll have plenty of players. Uh, We also did not have a kickoff. We just took the ball to 25. Uh, I love that rule. Um, That was something that, you know, you have to have less people and less people get hurt. So, yeah, it was fun. I'm I'm proud of it. And uh, we're looking to make that even better this year. And, uh, sure, there's there's lots of things I hope to see different next year. But uh, there's other than a couple of things this year, I'm – uh, I'm gonna say about four or five. Things. I'm really happy with the with the way it's gone, and uh, so. And you know what? That, that I gotta uh, commend all the team owners and coaches and organizations for that. They're, you know, they put in a lot of hard work as well. They're. You know, they realize that uh, we're all in it together. and Just about any of them pick up the phone, call me, and I'll answer or call them right back. And, you know, that's the way it should be. You shouldn't have to make an email me and make an appointment with me to to talk to me unless, you know, it's during the game time or or the middle of the night or something like that. If it's during, you know, any kind of regular hours, my phone's always on and open to to people, and uh, that, that's the way it is for me. Uh, you're not going to have to email me because I don't have an email. So uh, you can call me personally. But, yeah, I've changed a few things, um, and I'm hoping to address those that came here. So far, pretty happy uh, with the way the, the league is headed and the direction we're headed in. So uh, thanks for that question. All right, I'm gonna read these stats here real quick from last week. Um, I believe, let's see. Oh yeah, the there was three games last week in the USWFL. Houston Heat went to the Washington Prodigy, shorthanded, and uh, got beat. I believe it was forty-six to nothing. And folks, let me tell you, the Washington Prodigy are are really good. They beat everybody that bad and held everybody scoreless. I don't think they'd give up a point this year. Um, so they're they're a really good football team, no no doubt about it. Um, they're four and all over four and all over so um, you know, they're 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 really good. Like I said, I'm not sure they'd even give up a point. Um Houston, they're two of two. Um they they have a good team as well. I I watched some uh, film on them. They got a really good quarterback, um, talked the rolling several times. Um, they're working hard at uh, you know, getting better. Hey, traveling that far is a long way. And uh, when you travel without a complete roster, it's it and play a team like the prodigy, it's tough. And uh but you know what? They they did what they needed to do to get there to play the game, and just like I said earlier, folks, fulfill their obligation, not just to the league, but to their own players and to the Washington Prodigy. That's what it's about, the three people, the team, the league, and the team you're playing, and uh, they fulfilled that obligation. I'm a half off to them for that. I'd like to congratulate them for that alone. I know a lot of people might think it's a little pity, Annie, but, hey, It takes a lot when you know you're going to play the best team in the league and you know you're going shorthanded and you're going a long way, but you owe it to your team and everybody, and and you go do what you need to do. Uh, Congratulations, Houston Heat. You're on your way to uh, building a great organization out there. Uh, Then I think that Detroit, they traveled to norfolk virginia to play the hampton roads lady gators uh, i believe they went shorthanded as well got three or four hurt early in the game um actually was unable to finish finish the game i believe due to injuries. and uh in the third and they actually uh the lady gators won the game 38 to nothing uh, so detroit's sort of having a rough time with this year as well um you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that organization too well. Um, can't, can't say, but they sort of having a rough time with it. But uh, I do know this, that the Lady Gators are, are for real. They're a good football team as well. Um, they're 4-1, and, and they're leading the Division three. Um they're undefeated in the division. So, um, the Tri-Cities Thunder's next game is at Norfolk, Virginia, against the Lady Gators. So, uh, the Lady Gators beat the Thunder in overtime 14-6 the last time they played. So, uh, maybe it'll be just that good game. If you're in that area, definitely want to stop by and check that out. Um, two teams battling it out for uh, for. Uh, Right in the division to to be the division champs and the number one seed, number two seed, whatever overall. So if you're in that uh, area, definitely want to stop by and watch uh, the game on May the 19th. Uh, like I said, they're 4 0 and row. Detroit's 1 and 3, and uh, like I said, don't know what's going on, don't want to speculate, have it haven't got to talk to them much. They've sort of had some problems along the way. So uh, maybe they'll get it together and uh, bounce back and, and finish out the season strong. At least that's what we're hoping for. Uh, then I was at, like I said, I was at the uh, game in Charlotte between the Carolina Queens and the North Florida Pumas, and uh, the Pumas won that 38-8. to uh, the Queens are 0-4, and they're having a tough time with it as well. Um, I know uh, they have 25 players on their roster, but there was only like 16 at the game, and that was a home game. And like I said, the owner was so busy that the game had done started before she ever even got dressed and, and uh, made it to the field to, to start playing. So um, they're having some trouble as well and uh I hope they'll get that uh, straightened out and um uh, get headed in the right direction. Uh, the North Florida Pools, they're three and one and uh like I said, they're uh, they're they're sitting in a good position and a good spot. They have to they do have to play the prodigy a couple times and uh, I believe Houston one more time they're gonna play um I ain't gonna say an exhibition game. It's a game between the Fayetteville Fairs, but it's it's sort of an extra game that Fayetteville and them want to play. It's like a military uh, type bowl. They've got a great setup for it down there. So uh, if you're in Memorial Day, if you're in the, uh, Jacksonville, uh, go by and check that out. I hope to be there myself to uh, to watch that game. So it should be. Uh, a really really good uh, good game as well so um, all the teams this week in the USWFL are on a bye for Mother's Day Um, by the way happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there uh, that play and the ones that are listening are uh, just fans in general Uh, you know they're uh, 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 there's Several fans out there I know are uh this um other mothers that just like to watch football so um thanks to all of you and happy Mother's day to everybody that's listening um, that is this weekend um I don't know i'm gonna get to i don't know who's even playing um this weekend. In our league games, I'm not sure. I'm sure if somebody was playing close, we'd sure probably go watching. But uh, maybe get to uh, watch some live streaming of it anyway. Um, hey, we we like it. Uh, we actually watched some of the Texas Elite Cruiser Whatever. I don't want to butcher their name, but they played the Houston Energy on Sunday night. We actually watched some of that game. Uh so definitely if they're the game close or or uh, something on live stream, we're we're probably definitely gonna be uh watching that this weekend. And uh you know, one more story update from last weekend. Um if you uh were listening or heard had uh, coach Patterson on the show from the LA Warriors and they were going to the Portland uh area to play a team in the division one the WFA. Uh the Warriors won fifty two to eight, I believe, was the final. And uh for two division one teams to be going at it, that was a that seemed like a, I didn't get to see it. I was traveling back from Carolina. That seems like a lot of win to me, uh, you know, for for both teams to be Division I. Uh, either the Warriors are loaded or the other team uh, was, and, uh, or maybe both. But it uh, sounds like to me that the Warriors are definitely on their way to at least compete for the Division one championship in the WFA. So, Coach Patterson, good luck to you and your team, buddy. Um, sounds like a pretty nice guy when I had him on the show. So, uh, I really... Uh, I really like guys like that. He, he, uh, me and him had the same values on a lot of things, and uh, uh, so I like him. have uh, a few questions here I'll answer real quick before I have to go. Uh, it says, will you be having the kickoff classic again? Yes. Um, we're going to have it, and uh, don't know where it's going to be yet. Um, you know, you're just don't know. But, yes, we're going to have it. And then the next question is, if yes, uh, where will it be? And we we don't know people yet where we're going to have it. Uh, I just know we're going to have it. I like to set up a lot of the teams like that that were in it. Um, so, and the next question is, where will the USWFL championship be next year? And, I, I don't know that either. I want to move it around, and I told all these teams that from the get go. Um, I want, them, essentially, I want, I'd like to move it around quite often, but I want teams to do it that really want to do it and want to do a good job with it and really have nice places to play, uh, nice places for these ladies and and can get things done like we want to get done. That's one of the things that we're going to be discussing uh, at the end of the year when we sit down and have this meeting. I don't want to wait too long. Uh, I want to get teams that are already in the league, somebody that's already in the league, somebody that's going to be hosting those, it's not going to be a brand-new team. So I already want to get that in motion and uh, get it going, let them be advertising it so they can do a good job with it. So uh, that's something we're going to be talking about. Folks, I appreciate you listening tonight. uh I can't thank J C enough, J C Hawks Sports Network for letting us talk about women's football. Everybody should be going on there and thanking as well. Um, all you people listen, that's why we do this show to help the sport. Um, hey, and if I've if I stepped on your toes, maybe it was for a reason. Um, you know, I don't intentionally do it, but I just speak from the heart. I speak from what other people are thinking. A lot of people just won't say what I say. They're thinking, but they won't say it. So um, I usually say what I think. Sometimes that gets me in trouble. So um, sorry if I did, but probably, probably needed it if I did. Again, to all you mothers out there, play, fans, watch, listen, whatever, uh, happy Mother's Day. Um, Hope you have a good one. Um, I guess we'll see you again uh, next Tuesday night. Thanks. Till then.